0: Listening to Music Tectonics.
1: Welcome back to Music Tectonics. I'm your host Dimitri Vitsa, the CEO and founder of Rock Paper Scissors, the PR firm that focuses on music and tech and music tech. And I'm excited this episode have the folks uh behind the south by southwest hackathon here uh producers and co-creators of the hackathon i've got travis laurendine and luanne williams how you doing travis hello <laughs> and luanne how are you
0: i'm good dimitri
1: good well i i'm gonna try to keep this a, a tight episode just to get us um uh, in in depth with what's going on with the hackathon, it's coming up real fast. Um, why don't one of you give us an overview of what the what the hackathon is, when and where, and all that kind of stuff?
2: All right, sure. You want to take that, Luann?
0: Sure, I can. Uh, so this is the uh, this is the sixth year that we've done the South by Southwest hackathon. It will run on Tuesday and Wednesday, March 12th and 13th, at the Omni Hotel. And uh, kind of an overview is we'll have about uh, 100 hackers forming 20 to 25 teams, uh, and they will use uh, APIs and SDKs from all of our sponsors, uh, kind of including all the diverse program- programming itself by like primarily music, but also AR, VR, um, uh, machine learning, and blockchain.
1: Awesome. What do, do, Can one of you tell us a little bit about the, the origins of the hackathon six years ago?
2: Yeah. So um, I'll take that one. So um, it's a really long origin story, but I'll, I'll make it short is that um, I started doing hackathons um, about a year before um, the South by hackathon. And um, I had a, a large interest in music hackathons, and I did a string of hackathons at Bonnaroo and Outside Lands with oh, wow. a company called Superfly, and they were they were really successful, and it was um, kind of something that brought new life into the music hackathon scene that had somewhat fallen by the wayside after SoundCloud and the Echo Nest had stopped um, really pushing Music Hack Day, and so. Um, after that, I went to, uh, Burning Man and someone gave me a ticket to Burning Man. And while I was at Burning Man, we, um, I met, um, I got invited to a barbecue and at the barbecue, when I got there, it was the founder of Burning Man, the CEO of Burning Man, and then producers of every single festival you've ever heard of around the world were there. Hmm. And I was like, huh? And they were like, and who's this guy? And somebody stepped up and was like, this is the guy who just did the hackathon for Outside Lands for us. And immediately, um, a guy named Jesse and a guy named Sage at South by Southwest um, came and talked to me and then said, remember my email address, sage at southbysouthwest.com. And I emailed him and Luann and, and Bobby and this, this entire uh, team was spun together. And we did the first ever um, hackathon at South by Southwest. And at at that event, we actually launched uh, Beats Music, which is now Apple Music, which is a humongous product that
1: everyone in the world knows. Um, and so, Travis, that was the first South by Southwest hackathon. Beats came out of that. Beats Beats API.
2: They they had launched the the service, and then but you know one of the interesting and really technical technically impressive things is that Beats Music had the the best music API ever released. And so they released that, and so they had something that was head and shoulders above their competition. They actually proved it in in uh, South by because they were up against um, many different other music service APIs at the time, and all of their teams ended up winning. And um, they were acquired for three something billion dollars two months later.
1: Wow! So there's a there's a history of success with the South by Hackathon.
2: We've had a we've had a, our fair share of uh, amazing. Um, people amazing companies and uh amazing sponsors and artists that have gotten involved in that's the the magic of south by is that it's the only time of year where you have that high of a concentration of creative people and and people who are making things happen in one place at one time
1: you know while we're on the subject are there any other kind of success stories that come to mind that have come out of the past south by southwest hackathons
2: yeah um we have a team, Luann. why don't you um, take this one? But we have a team that's actually um, recently gotten into um, tech stars, music tech stars that um, program where they give them $200,000 investment and access to all kinds of other things. One of one of our graduate teams um, did that. I'll, and I'll let Luann chime in because she's actually very good friends with that team still. Yeah, it was, a, it
0: was a, in 2017. we, uh, the hackathon had winners in music and VR and in film. And the music winner was a a company called um, Control Cubed out of Berlin. And um, Tom Bruckner is the um, founder of that and worked on that team. And he has now gone on to launch a company called Marvel AR they're part of the, they were uh, selected for the Techstars 2019 class of music tech startups. Which is pretty exciting. We just found out about that a few days ago, and then uh, a couple of the other winning teams from last year went on to launch. One was called Legitix, uh, and now they are called Constant Ventures. Uh, and there was another one. Um, there were there were two or three others as well that were um, that went on to launch to launch companies based on on their their projects.
1: Cool. So I I think you know it's it's it would it would be helpful maybe to hear a little bit about who the partners are in terms of the APIs and the software development kits that are um, going to be kind of partnering up this year. So maybe you could tell us a little bit about about those partners as it might paint a little bit of a picture of what what some possibilities of this year's outcomes could be.
0: Sure, Travis, do you want to talk a little bit about um, the Universal Music Group and Capital Three C?
1: I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry.
2: I, um... I, it, it cut out for a little bit. Um, the um, So Universal created this um, incredible um, set of music that is allowed for software developers to access via the innovation license that they've created. And, and we're very happy to have um, taken this um, API all around the world. Literally, Universal um, started this with, with us as a project and now has shipped it out to Universal Music. Mexico, Canada, Germany, Japan. And um, here at the Hackathon, we're gonna get um, not just access to that, but Universal is also showcasing the fact that you can access their music across multiple um, you know, multiple APIs. But if you want to get super deep <clears throat> into any of these songs that they have in the innovation library, it's it's kind of a once in a lifetime chance that we're giving developers every time we pop one of these things up. Because you're not only able to, you know, access, say, Louis Armstrong or Tupac or Amy Winehouse or Miley Cyrus or Zed's music, but you're also able to access the actual executives who you'd be doing the deal with if your app were successful. And they're going to sit there with you at the event and actually coach you on how, um, the, the deal would, the deal would work and what the properties of the app would have to have for them to accept the deal. So it's, um, In our years doing this, we're always trying to bring more and more opportunities to the creative developer. And we're beyond stoked to have the largest uh, record recording music entity in the world
1: backing that. So have they been partners in past hackathons? So
2: so, um, I've actually uh, done an entire hackathon series with Universal I was actually part of the team that created the innovation license. And so um, there's been a run of hackathons, including um, two in 2018 at Capital Records. And that Capital Records Innovation Lab, uh, led by Ching Ching Chen, is actually a participant in South by this year. And they actually were debuted. They made their launch to the world Um, at our South by hackathon last year. And that innovation lab has gone on to achieve so many things and move um, the needle at, you know, one of the most historic labels in the world, who also has, you know, today's modern um, stars, but we've been, we've been actually able to to watch them grow. And it's a beautiful thing to see uh, Capitol records, the iconic uh, leader of like California music, um, American music to, um, to come and give us their, their magic juice and their magic power and and their talented employees who are there specifically just to help people innovate.
1: I can hear some brains uh, firing out there in the podcast, listening <laughs> just thinking about the possibilities there. So can you say a little bit more about this innovation license? Because I yeah. don't know the, yep. the detail.
2: So <clears throat> the innovation license, um, we had this problem where it's like, all right, Universal owns all the music, but anytime you go and you put out a song, you don't just need the master rights, you need the publisher rights. And so we, you know, we kept thinking about how we're going to go and do this without having to work with every single publisher in the entire world. And then the idea came to us and said, well, what if, what if we just work with ourselves? Because Universal Music Group Publishing Company is one of the largest publishing companies in the world as well. And so we created, we figured out, okay, which songs does Universal own 100% of the publishing and 100% of the master? And we're like, let's see how many songs it is. And it ends up being about 15,000 songs. It ends up being the entire catalog of Elton John and the entire catalog of Louis Armstrong, the entire catalog of so many stars that your jaw would be on the floor if you went and read through every single one of them that we have. It actually took me like two days to go through just skimming to listen to how many songs we had, and I started with Louis Armstrong, "What a Wonderful World," and I ended with like Miley Cyrus. So it's 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 unprecedented that you get access to these songs, and you get a different right to the song than you would get if you used Spotify, Apple Music, or one of the other streaming service APIs. So um, that's that's kind of the opportunity where you you come in the license exists for the hackathon itself. And so it says, hey, if you want this Louis Armstrong song or Frank Sinatra song or Zed or whatever song, um, we have Halsey. If you want this Halsey song or Imagine Drag, so I'm, I know some people might be into more modern music. And so they have, we have that too. So if people want to use that, instead of just licensing it through the API of another service that they can just do at home, they can sign this innovation license And actually get access to put it in an augmented reality experience, put it in some kind of VR experience, do whatever it is that they they want. um, And then actually have a personal relationship with the people who are going to upgrade that license after the event into um, a mid-range license that's between the innovation stage and the production stage. So that people can actually go and bring it out to the world.
1: We just lost Travis there.
0: Well, we're pretty thrilled to have Universal Music Group back again for for 2019. And we were thrilled with the, their success from from their initial participation in South By in, in 2018. So thrilled to have them back.
1: And uh, Luann, are there other API partners and SDK partners this year as well?
0: Yeah, there are. We've got quite a few. And, and it, by default, it's kind of heavy on the music side, just because that was our our, our Genesis with, with, with music yeah so uh buzz angle music is uh is uh, one of our api sponsors and they they're sort of the nielsen of mu- the music world they do music data and reports and um reports on music consumption um so they will be a part of it for the first time this year uh we have uh Kony, which is a company that uh is a an online collaborative platform so that people can work together in teams, which they do at Southwest West at the hackathon. So a simple way for them to collaborate together. Uh, we're really excited about having Native Instruments on board. This is the first time they've done this with us. And uh, we've been um, asking them <laughs> for quite a while and they're, and they're coming on board. So for those who don't know, uh, Native Instruments is a, a software and hardware uh, company that... Uh, uh, does a computer-based audio production and DJing um, very known all around the world. And they're based in uh, Berlin, but have offices in the U S and so they're bringing their innovation team. And we're really excited about that. What, what
1: is their, what do they bring f- to the hackers at the hackathon this year? What, what are the opportunities?
0: They will uh, provide their SDKs for the, for the hackers to use to build. And they'll they'll also um uh, to my knowledge, to this. as far as I know, they will be uh, promoting their new platform called sounds.com. Um, so more about that as, as that all comes together. They're a very brand new um, sponsor for us. So uh, we're excited about them just because we'll have several musicians uh, participating in South by Southwest. We, uh, we sent out uh, um, a query to all the South by Southwest artists and Got some interesting feedback about some different projects that artists want to do to make their uh, creative worlds um, better. So um, things like uh, a VR theremin and, and um, different things like that. So, so so they're
1: asking for the creation of instruments or other tools to make music.
0: To make music or to to make their. Uh, touring experiences simpler or their promotion or whatever that might be. So they might partner with
1: a team at the hackathon more in the direction of what would be useful for them.
0: Exactly. Exactly. So some of these people aren't necessarily coders, but they're going to come to the hackathon and with their ideas and and work with teams to build, to build these projects. How will the creative side involved? And
1: I assume you're not yet ready to announce what artists are going to collaborate.
0: Um. Not
1: yet, but we will. Um, There will be be some interesting folks
2: coming on board. Okay. Yeah, I hear you great. I'm back, PS. Can you all hear me?
1: (laughs) Travis, what's the relationship with uh, ShowSparker in the hackathon? That's your company, right?
2: Yeah, so ShowSparker is is my company. Um, We just produced our first ever event. Um we're we're essentially a risk reduction platform. It's like GoFundMe meets um Eventbrite and uh, it allows you to take away all the risk of putting on um concerts uh by the the crowd buying in beforehand and if enough people don't buy in then the, the concert doesn't happen. We just did our first event. It was called Boycott Bowl, and we actually are credited with taking the Super Bowl down and we created the pop up festival that happened during the Super Bowl in New Orleans, where we had 50,000 people in the streets and over uh, 5,000 people at our concert. So um, we're now bringing it to South by Southwest to allow musicians to go. And um, one of the problems that we see musicians have is that you know, they only have the concerts listed on their websites and on their, and on their socials that they're doing. And meanwhile, they're getting traffic in from all around the world where people are listening to their music. And so we allow them to put this little widget into their their site. And we're actually working with musicians to try and tailor this to them. It's one of the projects of uh, Sparker during the hackathon is to um, create a way that we can actually take some of these people who are visiting bands' websites and get them to spark shows in their cities that the band would not have normally known that they had fans in. So when you're touring, say, from Nashville to New York, you might stop in some place in Pennsylvania you might not have previously gone to because you find out that there's 150 or 5,000 or however many fans there.
1: Right. That's cool. So so people have an, an ability at the hackathon to somehow integrate with um, what you're doing at ShowSparker?
2: Right. Yeah, so the, the ShowSparker CTO is actually someone that I met at the first Outside Lands hackathon I did six years ago. And um, I followed him online because he had an article that was published in Hypebot um, about music festivals being right for hacking. And so we've been friends for a long time, and we actually did that. And so he's, he's one of the most experienced um, hackers. He actually was the person who worked the deal for us at Beats Music because he was one of Beats Music's lead developers. And so that's how we got Beats Music in the South by Hackathon. So he's come back this year to become the hacker in residence of the event and help people on all kinds of issues that they might have. So they're actually going to get someone who actually worked on the Apple App Store app itself, um, to help them. But in addition, he's going to be working with, um, artists on doing the, um, on doing things to help them, uh, get more of their fans to buy into, uh, shows Parker
1: shows for that. Very cool. It's cool to hear the, the evolution of those relationships through the, through the experience of the, the hackathons as well. And, um, and, you know, I was going to ask you guys, what's, what's kind of unique about the South by Southwest hackathon versus others. And I actually posted, you guys may have seen posted on LinkedIn to see, well, what other hackathons are people talking about? And the, the capital Three Hundred and Sixty One capital Royale came out, which I think is related to what you were talking about before Travis. Um, and there was mention of the California Music Tech Hackathon. Uh, somebody mm. dropped the hint that maybe there'll be a hackathon at mondo.nyc on my, on my LinkedIn as well. But they're just, I mean, I, I remember the music hack days with Echo Nest and, and SoundCloud before Echo Nest got acquired by Spotify. And actually the one that I went to probably seven years ago Um uh, Next big sound was there in their early days as well, so it's interesting to see the things that come out of these. But I guess what I kind of what I'm getting at is it. It one of the things that differentiates South by Southwest is there aren't a ton of hackathons in the U.S. right, now, like music ha- music tech hackathons.
2: There really aren't, um, and all the ones that you mentioned, we produce. So <laughs> the um, we we're certainly hoping to start more and help the the trend. Um, or I wouldn't say it's a trend. I just say it's a reality is that music and technology are intertwined. And so these events that get together, the people who are making the music and making the tech are only more important and there should be more of them. And so South by, you know, is uh, the leader in, you know, music meets tech meets film. And I'm, I'm so happy that they actually, you know, give us this platform because they don't have to. And they, they, they chose to go and say, "We're actually going to go and put hackers and the creative people, give them the stage and crown new champions." And we do it every year, and it ends up being, you know, a, a life-changing experience for so many of the participants. And and for us, the the producers, of the event, you know, our lives change every time because we end up meeting amazing people and finding new companies to help, and and getting to watch uh, witness the the future of music being created right before our very eyes.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, um, maybe maybe we should talk a little bit about if, if someone's never been to one of these hackathons, what can they expect? What are the options for getting involved? That kind of thing.
2: Yeah. So when you show up at the event, we um, people either show up with an idea already and a team already, or they show up as as solo people, or they show up maybe with one friend. And we're open for for... Either way, some people are, hey, look, I've had this idea for a while. I want to go and build it during the South by Hackathon. We welcome that. Some people are like, I just have cool ideas or, or they're just like, I don't have any ideas, but I just like to build things. Show up and um, you know, give us your application and we still have room for you. We still have about uh, 10 or 15 more slots right now.
1: So, And are you expecting people to be uh, software developers, front end folks? or
2: yep. Software developers, designers. You know, VR experience creators, um, the the technical creatives, the makers, the the hackers, they all come in, and we we set the playing field for everybody, and we say these are the companies that are have the technology, different pieces um, that you get to use. Here's the different ingredients, so to speak, for your different recipes, and it's my friend Justin uses this reference, and I'll do it. It's kind of like a Top Chef thing where people then go and Take all the different ingredients, make their different um, meals, which are the apps and, and uh, creative projects. And then we have like a show and tell at the end with, with uh, esteemed judges who 24 hours later evaluate um, the different projects and we have a live demo of them in action.
1: So the non hackers who want to participate would probably come to those demos.
2: So the, the demos is where everybody gets to see what we did. And it's honestly the best time for somebody who wants to learn about the hackathon to come because, you know, the the beginning of the hackathon is solely for participants. No one else is allowed in the room at that time. And then um, the next 20 something hours are literally just people working on projects on their computers. So not really that interesting, to uh, someone from outside and we don't really encourage people to go and start talking to all the teams and stuff because honestly they're working and they only have 24 hours to get their projects done. So we try to protect them from people who want to talk to them. So um, yeah, the, the, the demos and, and Luanne, what's the, what's the actual time that we should tell people to show up at the Omni for the demo?
0: Yeah, that'll be on Wednesday, March 13th, uh, starting at one thirty 30 at the Capitol ballroom at the Omni hotel. Um, that will run until about four o'clock. So you can come see about twenty-five teams present their projects, uh, and then we'll have a whole group of celebrity judges on site uh, to pick the winners. So it's pretty exciting. And are the
1: prizes significant, or is it more the uh, the accolades and the relationships that open up from it?
0: I would I would say it's kind of a mix. That we definitely give cash prizes to the the top three winners and. We also do something uh, just to give some extra attention to the sponsors. Uh, all the sponsors will issue challenges to the hackers to build something using their their platforms and the sponsors give prizes uh, to the best, the teams who best use their platforms too. So everybody's a winner at the South by Southwest Hackathon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Um- well, and, and it sounds like you have, you said you have some space for hackers who are still interested um, to apply. So there's an application process that they can find at southwest.com sxsw.com and search for hackathon yeah. there. Um, is there any other information that we've left out in the conversation so far?
0: Well, something I would love to say is to give uh, a little shout out to um, our title sponsor, which is uh, Route 9B or R9B. They are a cybersecurity company, which is a very unusual um, sponsor for us. And we're really excited to have them on board just because it be interesting to see how they uh, can integrate with what we're doing at at our event. So we're, we're thrilled to have them on board.
1: And do either of you have... Um... Kind of dream projects you hope somebody? Do you ever init- issue kind of challenges informally, say, Luann or Travis, like, "Hey, I've got this." Well, I guess Travis, you've got your whole your project there with Showsparker as well. But I'm curious. Yeah, if-
2: I mean, I run a startup studio, so I like lots of ideas. So I actually, um, I, in previous hackathons, I used to, uh, you know, help people with the ideas, and um, too often those teams would win that uh, <laughs> I couldn't really as you know, keeping it fair, continue to give some teams ideas and not other teams ideas. So um, I actually have a pretty good view of what people need. And so when people pitch me the ideas, often it's something that we've thought of one way, shape or form. And I'm, I'm, those are the ideas that I love the most where it's something that has been needed and that people have like either pitched me or I thought of that someone at the hackathon just on their own just comes up with and just makes it. And it's a beautiful thing to see happen. And, and I'm always um, very helpful to the teams when they need to take their thing from being a project into being a real thing. And that's actually part of what we do with the South by Incubator that runs two days after the hackathon where we actually bring in different mentors to help them um, become real companies and, or evaluate whether they should or should not become a real company and then test the business models and potentially, you know, find investment and, and whatever else they might need to go and, and take it into the next level.
1: So the incubator is for people who participated in this hackathon? It's for the winners, yeah. Ah, oh, got it. Okay.
2: So the winners, the, the one of the points of South by Hackathon that makes it unique from other hackathons is that we have this incubator and we have the the, the winning teams have the opportunity since we have South by artists and we're part of the staff of South by that we get to place people based on what the actual winning teams are. We actually deploy them with the artists and potentially have them go live at, you know, if it's something that's concert related or stage related on stage at the show, which we've done many times in the past, including uh, one year where we had, um, we made custom stuff for the lead singer of arcade fire um, using some hacker in residences from Microsoft, who built all kinds of stuff for his stage show that um, was then smashed by a baseball bat at the end of the show, and um, yeah, it's 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 been a it's been a long run of us doing this, and so we look forward to, to more stuff like that.
1: Awesome, and I noticed you've got some some great judges lined up this year. Uh, Scott Barber from the Innovation Labs at Sony Pictures. Shout out Scott. <laughs> Josh Con- uh, Constein from TechCrunch. Shout out, uh, Josh. What's that?
2: <laughs> I'm giving them all shout
1: outs. Yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, can I get a shout out for Louise Marie Marguette? Emojam <laughs> <Woo-woo>, Emo Jam. <laughs> from Emojam. Jam. Um, Lauren Vitek from Travel Bank. Hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> John Gottfried uh, from Major League Hacking.
2: Yes, we're really honored to have, John, anytime you get Major League Hacking founders involved in a hackathon, you, you're winning. That's
1: cool. You want to say something about what? what is Major League? Major
2: League Hacking is the world's uh, or the country's biggest, maybe it's the world's biggest um, hackathon organization. That's a, It's a B Corp and its charter um, is designed for it to um, create educational hackathon opportunities um, geared mo- mostly at college students. And so, all of the major universities um, started having their own hackathons about, say, five years ago. And John and his partner, Swift, um, created a lot of the, uh, the the beginnings of it and realized that, wait, this, this should be a whole league and we should syndicate this, this all and bring the companies together to support not just one college hackathon, but to support them all. And uh, they have a whole season and they have an all, they have all stars and it's really one of the coolest things that's happening in, uh, in hackathons anywhere.
1: Very cool. So yeah, they were to say that I'm a fan as to say the least. Awesome. And, uh, the, the last judge we didn't mention is Andrew Dubber. Who's the director of music tech fest.
2: Right. Which is, it's, it's, it's crazy that we have, um, you know, global leaders like Andrew involved, but you know, this is, um, uh, a hackathon backed by some of the best in the world. So we're we're honored to have all of these people, and we also, you know, have the Universal team who is going to be awarding their prize with Touheyne Roy. Um, the the vice president has been leading the digital team and their entire expansion. Um, you know, they're working on a special prize for people who use uh, the Universal API, and he'll him and his team um, will be judging that.
1: Gotcha. Great. Well, uh, I appreciate you guys taking time out to, to share what the hackathon is all about this year and some of the folks that are involved, what we might expect. Um, uh, my team's going to be hosting the South by Southwest Music Tech Meetup. Cheryl uh, Woodhouse from Rock, Paper, Scissors, uh, along with Amadea uh, Choplin from PEX. Um, that's five to six on March 13th. Uh, at the Hilton Austin, room 404. So if you're not at the hackathon, if you're not a hacker, that might be the place to be. <laughs> anyway, people have to choose, yeah. but um, but I'm I'm really excited to have you both on. If if uh, if podcast listeners are out there at South by and you run into Travis and Luann, make sure to give them a high five for the great work they're doing on this uh, this hackathon and the other um, hackathons they're doing worldwide. Thanks, Demetrius. So yeah. Thanks everyone for joining Music Tectonics. Uh, check us out at musictectonics.com. Look for the hackathon at southbysouthwest.com and please spread the word about the podcast music tectonics leave us a review hopefully a five-star review on itunes and wherever you listen to uh, podcasts thanks so much for joining us see you next time
0: you're listening to music tectonics